know what an asthma attack feels like. You know what an asthma attack feels like. Feels like you're trying to breathe air through a flat straw, 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 straw. You know what an asthma attack feels like. What if I take a hit of this? What if I take a hit of this? What if I take a hit of this? Flattened straw. Feels like you're trying to breathe air through a flattened straw. If I take a hit of this, if I take a hit of this, most times I'm okay. Like that. Most times I'm okay. Most times I'm okay. Most times I'm okay. Most times I'm okay. But my old man, in the end, in the end, in the end, he had less than five percent of his lung capacity. Five percent, five percent, five percent, five percent, What other franchises has Willem Dafoe been in that has had sequels? Uh, Nice Hands. Was he in the second one? I don't know if he was, but that one had a sequel. Yeah, Christ, it did. Okay. Welcome back to the... Also, un- that movie's bad, too. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It is pure trash. Pure trash people from Maybe Boston. they'll make a sequel to, uh, what's it called? Death Note? Ah! <laughs> hey, just because Cowboy <laughs> Bebop did so horribly... Yeah. Did you watch any of it? No. I started re-watching uh, the anime, and then it was like, oh, their captions are uh, not good captions, so. No. And it's a, it's a show where the sound engineering hasn't, like, held up well. No. I only watched the dub of that show. What? I only watched the dub of that show. Hmm. Oh, no, same with me, but. Welcome back to the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage, season two. Luke accidentally deleted the file that had the theme music in it, so. <laughs> I'm Luke. I'm Devin. I'm Abby. And we're all in the same room. Ooh. Celebrating Snowflake Day. Happy Snowflake Day, Devin. Happy Snowflake Day, Luke. Abby has not watched all of Bone High, so she does not get that reference. I thought you guys said chill blame, and I was very confused as to why you were using, like, a medical condition from 18, like, 60 to greet each other. But I just decided it was easier not to question it. The audio in this house is wonderful. Uh, but yeah, Devin, you came all the way from the secret penitentiary where you've been crimes that you did after Wild at Heart. And, Passionate crimes. Mm-hmm. And you brought a special friend, Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death, not streaming anywhere. Only copy my roommate and I were able to find when we wanted to watch it was by buying it from the last video rental store in the Twin Cities. Wow. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. 
Is it just like out of print? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that is... It is a very middling 90s thriller with a great performance by Cage. So no one cares. Apparently it's on Stars if you have like a super duper premium <laughs> subscription of it. That only appeared like in the last like month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that when you were uh, talking about bringing that out here. Yeah. That is some. It stars David Caruso, Samuel L. Jackson, and Cage. Those are some big names to just have had gone out of print. Also, Helen Hunt and the Tooch. The Tooch. Wow. It oh, it's like the a... most stacked like ninety mid nineties cast. That apparently does not age well. It ages fine. It's fun. Do you mean the actors? I just don't understand why it, like, went out of print with that large of a cast. I don't know. Everything I've learned. But then things get resurged the second I have to spend real money for other movies. <laughs> I shelled out 20 bucks to import a Canadian copy of, uh, Thrasham. A weird skateboard movie starring a very ni- young 1980s, uh, what's his name? Thanos. Josh Brolin. Wow. Fascinating movie. First off, there was a fight on a skateboard where, they, where both people had mazes. Is that the Australian one, or? No, it takes place in um, Long Beach. No, I'm thinking of the uh, BMX Australian bike movie mm. that had a bunch of big names. Yeah. No. Are they on the same skateboard? No, different skateboards, but they're like on like a little... Not fully like a ramp, because it's more of like, think where they have the big drag race scene in Greece. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might even be the same place. But they're going back and forth down that, and they're just like swinging their... So it's like skateboard jousting. Yes. But, with but only for that scene. So the Lances. Also features a scene during a skateboard competition from a young Tony Hawk. I mean, what the fuck? you also get that in Police Academy 3. Yeah. It would have been about the same time. Wild. So. But who cares about Police Academy 3? Did you hear anyone laughing? I didn't hear anyone laughing. Kiss of Death, where Cage has a bad goatee, and the question is, who's kissing and who's death? Cage is also swole as fuck in this movie. Like, borderline to the point where you'd think he's wearing a muscle suit, but he's not. I'm gonna guess that Sam Jackson is the bad guy. He is. Okay. This is one of the few movies that we will see where Cage is the villain. Cage is the villain? Cage is the villain. Then why is Sam Jackson in the rad? Because he's a cop. Does he have to get between the two of them? No. No. Are they drug lords? No. Sam Jackson is a cop trying to bust the cage. Daniel Caruso is being forced to work undercover to... To get him. Wild. Yeah. Do you feel like the tag of mystery is an appropriate genre for this movie? No, it's more of a thriller, but... And know, in times, a comedy. <laughs> we know about thrillers from the unbearer, from John Wickie, the podcast that we stopped doing years ago. Here's some fun rap receptions for this movie, just to give you a taste. Kenneth Turin in the Los Angeles Times called Cage one of the few American actors who gets more interesting from film to film, adding he comes close to kidnapping the picture as Little Junior, 
a pumped-up but asthmatic thug who, like King Kong, is a gorilla with a wistful air. What? Roger Ebert gave the movie two out of four stars, calling it uncompelling, and thought that Nicolas Cage's character was overwritten, but did praise Cage's performance, calling Cage a real movie actor. (laughs) Washington Post writes, Cage dominates the camera, stealing scenes by the sheer intensity of his inimitable strangeness, and makes the film worth seeing. Todd McCarthy of Variety described it as a very loose remake and crackling filler that is most notable for Cage's performance. And the New York Times writer says, Kiss of Death becomes a movie star with a vengeance and the kind of movie star that he was meant to be. Wow. Got 68%. Yeah, here we go. It's a noirish crime thriller that's slick and big on atmosphere. Big on atmosphere. Wild. And I mean, Nicolas Cage has come out and said that he is not an actor. He considers himself a thespian. Damn straight. David Caruso was nominated for a Razzie for Worst New Star for his work in both this movie and some other movie called Jay that I've not heard of, but lost to Elizabeth Berkley for Showgirls. And then he got bumped down to doing eight seasons of CSI Miami. Yeah. I mean, wasn't he also in Hudson Hawk? Maybe. He's also in NYPD Blue. That's where he's truly like at his peak for 90ness. <laughs> wow. More more uh, recent things, uh, reviews I've seen for this movie are I don't know who decided that David Crusoe is a movie star. It's like that man's a character actor, which there's nothing wrong with that, but he is not leading main material. <laughs> you should keep him to a twice. Take 40 minutes and give him sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Wild. Cage. So, what year was this? Uh, like 96. Yeah, it's a remake of some movie from the 40s that I've never seen. Wild. Very wild. Which well, you can find that one at Half Price Books, but you cannot find this version <laughs> at Half Price Books. Also, this picture of Sam Jackson looks like he's, like, just learning how to punch. Like, he's very afraid to punch. Probably. Oh, yeah, it also stars Ving Rhames and Michael Rappaport. What? Yeah. Again, fucking, like, loaded cast. What the fuck? I am very excited to see this movie. We've also got... Latino food coming. Hell yeah. Uh, we will join you on the other side of uh, watching the movie and eating some lunch on New Year's Day. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Baby. New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve Day. Hey, it's only 100 minutes. What a, like, a respectable length for a movie. Yeah. I mean... Actually, we watched Pig, I was even shorter. Well, Pig is definitely something you're interested in next time. Yeah. Ronnie, I want you to listen to this. An oldie but goodie. Concentrate on the words. You hear that? Yeah, the bass is too heavy. <laughs> the time has come for everyone to clean up their own backyard. Clean up their own backyard. Yeah.
I mean, Jump Around by House of Pain is a song that is out of time. You get a You drop that any time, and you, you've got it. Like, oh, like everyone knows it. Yeah. They do. They do. And you've just finished probably listening to me doing something with House of Pain's Jump Around, because we are back from watching Kiss of Death. Now Luke doesn't need to. He can just loop that. <laughs> Less likely to get a copyright Bam. strike. <laughs> oh. Wild. Uh, yeah, so we got done watching Kiss of Death, which is a movie where David Caruso tries to convince us that he can play a person who was a criminal. And a family man. Mm-hmm. Neither rule works in his favor. No. No. David Cruz is a character actor and should remain as such. <laughs> he should have a recurring prop bit or else he shouldn't be in anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it has been a while since we have done this. Uh, so who wants to do the summary of the film? Devin, do you want those honors? Sure. So David Caruso has to help his cousin Ronnie, played by Michael Rappaport, to do some illegal car dealings, even though he has already been in jail and this could send him back. Everything goes wrong, and David Caruso does go back to jail. He has to stay in there for three years. At this point in time, Ronnie is being a scumbag and decides to hire his wife Helen Hunt and he tries to seduce her, she gets upset, in a drunken stupor, leaves, gets hit by a semi, and dies. Now, I, well, well, no, that happens before those three years pass, like, the next day well, that he sure. goes into jail. Yeah, the next day that kind of happens. Uh, David Cruz is mad about that, so he narks to the DA about a different job he did to make Ronnie seem like a squealer, and then enters the big Hulk himself, Nicholas Cage playing Little Junior Brown, who then plays the hit song House of Pain while he beats Michael Rappaport you to mean, death. You mean Jump Around by House of Pain? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Phenomenal song. Everyone should listen to it right now. Pause the recording. We'll wait. Anyhow, after that happens, yeah, he gets out of jail. He starts pounding off Little Junior Brown. Because the DA says, we're going to bust you for that job that you knocked on so that you could more or less get Ronnie assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, then yeah, you're going back to jail. So he pulls some stuff, hangs out with Ving Rhames, hangs out some Cage. Cage dances while crying. It's phenomenal. I think it's also important to note that Samuel L. Jackson got... Uh, a facial injury. Yeah, he got shot in the eye, so now he cries whenever the sun is too bright. Yes. And gets migraines, and... Uh, His eye I'll... is just constantly running. And also, David Caruso got shot through the hand with the same bullet that hit Samuel Jackson's eye, which... But Samuel Jackson's still really pissed about it. Yeah. He was trying to Nick protect K him. Or holds Caruso responsible. Some stuff happens... 
Nicholas Cage is a positive man, always about them acronyms to make himself feel good. That's What's why. his acronym, Devin? Uh, his, his acronym is he is bad. B-A-D, which stands for Balls, Attitude, Direction. And every time he asks David Caruso to make one, Caruso gives like some shit like Fab fucked at birth. Nah, that's too negative for Cage. Cage isn't into that. Cage is only into positive acronyms. To be fair, he keeps moving up in the world, so I get it. Good mm-hmm. for Cage. Anyway, Big Rams turns out to be a narc, so Cage shoots him in the face real good, like, <laughs> and then plants some cocaine on him. And then confesses to David Caruso that he hates silverware and the taste of metal in his mouth. Yep. Because he now is believes himself to be friends with David Caruso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Stanley Tucci's going to work with the feds to try to bust him, but then the case kind of falls through because the feds would then have to give up who their other uh, agents are, and they don't want to do that. So Cage is cutting after Crusoe now, who's now in Witness Protection Program. Stanley Tucci turns out to be a skis bag. He's really letting everything slide because he got promised a federal judgeship if he lets Little Junior walk. And then, yeah, then it turns out Sam Jackson decides that he has a nice change of heart and decides, you know what? We are pals now. I'm going to help you. And David Caruso then pulls a gun and there's a great fight scene with Nicolas Cage. Sam Jackson shows up to make that arrest, and they have nice evidence on Cage for the murder, and some nice evidence on Stanley Tucci for being a lying little shitbag. Oh, Cage also marry or Caruso marries his babysitter Hell after yeah. getting out of jail, who has been taking care of his daughter while he is in prison. So in the end, he and his babysitter wife and his daughter... I'll get in his dad car and drive away. Hell yeah. The babysitter played by Helen Hunt? No. The babysitter's not played by oh. Helen Hunt. His wife is the is the one who died. That's Helen Hunt. Wait, so, okay, no wonder you guys were so confused why she got fourth billing in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you not recognize Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt's a very recognizable woman. <laughs> we are wa- we watched the film on a DVD that was made for his standard format TV on a widescreen, so everyone's just kind of built like a linebacker. No, Helen Hunt Helen still looked like very Helen much Hunt, though. Like Helen Hunt, Luke. Okay. <laughs> We're only like two years away from what women want, and it's the same look at Helen Hunt in that one. My mom liked that movie. I mean, I've seen that movie way too many times before. I've seen parts of it. Mostly just the DVD cover. (laughs) Mel Gibson turned out to be the fucking worst. Absolutely. But, yes, this was a movie with interesting pacing choices. And all those reviews I read before where they said that Cage might steal the show? No, 100%. Cage steals the show. What little of the show there is. David Caruso actually retired from acting after CSI Miami ended in 2012. I mean, we got that money. Yeah. Syndication money and, like, actual still watch syndication money. Yeah. But, so... This was a fascinating movie. It was. Plus, you had the fantastic little fist pump. Yeah, we got a moment with <laughs> Sam Jackson at the end from behind the pillar of the courthouse. <sighs> Highly recommend. Also, young Stanley Tucci looks like Chris Maloney. That he does. Like a hundred percent. Um. Yeah. 
And you got the cage. Cage is phenomenal. This movie truly is, like, ahead of its time, and, oh yeah, cops just fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, that was really a thing until, like, 2001. Like, when you have the sort of sea change for uh, support our troops, support our cops, stop terrorism. But yeah. Because... There's a couple of moments, actually, though, where it wasn't always like that. There's some cringe moments in earlier films. Mm-hmm. For my 30th birthday, Luke, you rented the new Spider-Man movie at a theater. I rented for my 30th birthday, Beverly Hills Cop. And there is a part where Sergeant Taggart sucker punches Axel Foley, and the captain comes up to Foley and says, I expect you want to prosecute. Foley says, no, where I come from, cops don't prosecute cops. And all my friends who were in the theater with me all were like... It's also a movie about how Axel Foley goes to Beverly Hills and single-handedly corrupts the entire force. (laughs) And also they put a banana up the poop shoot. Yep. Fantastic movie. Everyone should watch. But there are several cringe film moments. And that's also where... Comes from... Wild. And it's got Judge Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Judge. My name is Judge. We might watch Judge <laughs> Reinhold in another film for this uh, thing if I decide to punish everyone. We watched Judge Reinhold in, like, the first 15 minutes of the Santa Claus, because I have very nostalgic oh, yeah. memories for the Santa Claus, but then we started watching it and was just like, this is bad. Especially if you read everything as, remember when Tim Allen ratted on a bunch of people who also did drugs with them? Yes. <laughs> oh. It's also the movie, too, that is always used to hark him whenever uh, Tim Allen gets mad and says that, uh, oh, um, that the liberal media is always out to get him because, like, Disney single-handedly changed their rules of anyone with a felony cannot be in their movies for Tim Allen for the Santa Claus because they wanted him for that film. What is what is Tim Allen's felony for? Drug possession. Uh huh. Christ. Like crazy amount of coke. Mm-hmm. Christ. That's insane. Yeah. And they changed their ruling specifically to get Tim Allen in the Santa Claus movie. Jesus. Judge Reinhold though stars in a great film with Nicolas Cage called Zondali, an erotic thriller. God. <laughs> in Zondali. I always love because you know that Nicolas Cage is really like cruising when uh, Marissa Tomei is his side chick. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who is the main love interest then? Whoever plays Zondali. It's a love triangle between Zondali, Cage, who's the friend of Judge Reinhold, and then Judge Reinhold is the husband. Marissa Tomei? Also, Steve Buscemi's also in it. Jesus. Like from 91. Uh, yep, 1991. Uh, Erica Anderson. Oh, sure, that's it. Uh, most known for A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, and Twin Peaks. You would also recognize the name of that film, Luke. It is referenced in the Clerks Animated Series. When Randall says, uh, Your Honor, I'd like it to be known I've seen all your films, including Zondali. <laughs> I have not seen that show in a while. I love that show. 
Someone yeah. took my DVD copy, but I found it done it for three dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's a great thing. Yeah. Apparently, Marissa Tomei is also in What Women Want. Hell yeah, I love Marissa Tomei. Uh, so the director of this film is Barbet Schroeder, who's mostly done French films. Yeah, yeah nominated for a Palme d'Or. Hell yeah. Did single white female. Hmm. I am, because David Caruso left acting so early, um, Kiss of, Kiss of Death does end up in, like, his, like, pre-blurb on Wikipedia as, like, the, like, you might know him from section. And he was, like I thought, also in Hudson Hawk, the weird movie where Bruce Willis plays a singing thief. Nice. Who has to team up with the Vatican to get... Da Vinci's Death Ray, if I remember correctly. He plays a man named Kit Kat who loves Dude, to eat Chris Kit Kat. Chris was also in Twins? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love that movie. That's Al Greco. Why? A friend of Vincent's, Daniel DeVito. Oh, so it would have been some other sort of skis bag with a criminal past in that one, too, because that was pretty much what I was there. Also, who's excited for triplets? What? It's a sequel to Twins, the movie where Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger play twins. But then there's secretly a third brother. Wait, and this is coming out like 45 years after the original? It's not 45 years, but yes. It's like 32. Does, it all, does this one star Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger? Yes. Tracy oh. Morgan is going to be the third brother. brother. Oh, God. Which is dis- which. Is great, but also mildly disappointing from what they had already announced were the two potentials. One of the potentials was Glenn Close, which I was super on board for that. The other one was Eddie Murphy, which I was also super on board. And they went with Tracy Morgan? I love Tracy Morgan. The only problem is Schwarzenegger and DeVito are in their mid-70s. Yeah. Tracy Morgan's 50. Yeah. (laughs) They could both be his father. And even Eddie Murphy, even Eddie Murphy like, is in full right we, age. <laughs> these embryos were frozen for 20 years, yeah. and then we had them. Now he's your twin, even though he's 20 years younger than you. Christ. Yeah. That, that like, casting does seem like something that was just, like, completely, like, conceptualized in, like, 2006. And then just got shelved for about 16, 17 years. It was announced in 2012. Well, I think it was they wanted Eddie Murphy, but then Eddie Murphy got big again, so that's why he's now busy. Is he, though? Wow. Coming to America, too. It was a couple other things. Did that come out this year? Yeah. It was Holy okay. Shit. It's been a long fucking year. Oh, my God. Wow. It was, a, it was a very okay movie. Someone had done a thread of, uh, like, all the memes, and it's like... At the beginning of this year was, uh, What's-His-Name, who did the Mabim Bam theme song, got... Bean Dad! Yeah, Bean Dad was the start of this year. Yeah. Nice. Do you know what else was this year, which truly seems like it was four years ago? Mm-hmm. The fucking Ever Given getting stuck in the Suez Canal. Shit, yeah. That was, like, in February. <laughs> that was a pretty great time. It was! And then they had to ruin it to open up world shipping again. Things are still all fucked up. And then they tried to bring it back when another ship got stuck, and they just 
Fix that in like eight hours. Yeah. So yeah. Kiss of Death is a... Everybody is not really playing to their strengths in this movie. No. Ooh, I think Cage well, was. Yeah, Cage, but Cage can do whatever the hell Cage wants. And this is one of the few times where you'll see Nicolas Cage in the villain role. Fair. Have we seen other things? Yes. G-Force! <laughs> Only kind if he turns back in the end. Yeah. He... He makes the whole world domination plan or whatever G-Force was about. So, since this movie is not streaming anywhere, do yourself a favor and just watch Con Air. No, actually, if you get, like, the super-duper subscription Stars right now, it is still streaming on there. You can get a free trial on either Stars' website, Amazon Prime, or Hulu. Or if you go to lukehair.com slash promo code Devin and Abby. That's not how promo codes work, Lucas. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that bit failed immediately. I or know. if you go to YouTube, there's a two-hour version where they obviously slowed it down so that they can get past the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the <rights. laughs> And the movie's been flipped. <laughs> Well, that means that Sam Jackson's face in this photo is going the right direction. <laughs> but are they also built like linebackers? I don't know. Probably. Most it's likely, because I honestly don't think there's a, there is any other co- version of home media that's like that. Nope. <laughs> or that's like a widescreen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody a, had puffy pants. Really strange film. Also, the Latin food that we had was fantastic. Fantastic. And I have alcohol. So yeah. This movie was a good thing. I'm glad we watched this with friends. Mm-hmm. This was a good movie to watch with friends. Mm-hmm. You yell things out at the screen. Yep. Uh, so... Also, Cage is jacked as shit. And I'm also pretty sure this is the emergence of Andrew W.K.'s uh, entire <laughs> culture. <laughs> I mean, I would truly believe that. Especially given, I mean, Cage isn't really wearing chains, but given everybody else who's wearing chains, I feel like that completely checks out. You know, that's just the vibe of the Baby Cake Strip Club. Also, do you think Cage, if he really tried, could avenge that stripper more? Uh, I don't know. The asthma might have gotten him. It's true. Mm-hmm. He is asthmatic in this film. It's wild. Which comes into play multiple times. It's yes. great. <laughs> the important things about his character. Asthmatic hates the taste of metal. So when he got to prison, they only gave him metal silverware to eat with. So he'd eat with his hands. Which I also love, but at the same time, it's like I feel like that's just everyone anyhow. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Or should maybe not. No, I mean, metal silverware has to be very dangerous to get. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, actually, maybe they wouldn't. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's how, like, people can make shanks, is you take the end of a fork or something and choke it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though at the same time, I also don't feel like David Cruz was the type of person who would have given enough of a shit to be like, put some metal in his mouth. (laughs) No, no. David Caruso's entire vibe in this movie is, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Like, from the first second you see David Caruso in this film, he's fucking sick of this shit. 
Like yeah. The only vengeance he ever had was towards R- Michael Rappaport, which was fair because fuck Michael Rappaport yeah. for killing no. his wife. Michael Rappaport's fucking terrible in this movie. Michael Rappaport who drugged his wife? I mean, they... It was unclear. Yeah. yeah. He just wakes up at his house. And then essentially steals his car. I mean, I also put some of that blame on uh, Junior for not like following up and saying, Hey, so here's our uh, plan that we have as a crime widow. For the time being, so we're going to give you four hundred a month. Oh yeah, we're Michael Rappaport fucks over um, Helen Hunt because Nick Cage's dad specifically told Michael Rappaport to give Helen Hunt four hundred dollars a week to take care of her while David Caruso is in prison, and Michael Rappaport only gives her one hundred and fifty dollars. And clenches out of his own pocket. Yeah. Yes. Oh, also. Nicholas Cage's dad is played by Philip Baker Hall, who has been in a lot of things that I know at least you and I have seen, including Boogie Nights and Magnolia. Oh, nice. Also Argo, Zodiac, and he was uh, the uh, Hank from BoJack Horseman, the sleazy... I only saw the first season. Ah. Oh, we also would remember him. Though his name is super, super duper far down the thing, uncredited as the Chief Justice in The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember there being a Chief Justice. Oh, and Rush Hour 3? Hell yeah. Oh, he was in all three Rush Hours. Oh, that's right. The second one. Chief, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, In the second one, he was only in a deleted scene. Nice. (laughs) Rush Hour, good franchise. Ooh. There are some parts that have really not aged well. Thought facts. Also, hopefully they don't try to bring that back as a TV series like I think they might have already. I think they did. Yeah. Like there that. keeps being those. I'm just like, I don't get them. All those TV shows that they keep bringing back, it's just like, you go to watch Rush mm-hmm. Hour specifically to see Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Just like when they brought back Magnum P.I. What's special about Magnum P.I.? Nothing. Exactly. It's just it's Tom a, Selleck. It's a cop show. And it's Tom Selleck. And everyone loves Tom Selleck. Uh, the Does one, everybody love Tom Selleck? The mustache. I everyone, feel like people are like, very nostalgic for the stash. I'm not sure like the man itself. No, she's it? on that Blue Blood show. And everyone who watched Tom Selleck watches Blue Bloods. Because, oh, Lord. The, Basically, the, my grandfather watched the fuck out of that show. Because he loves it, but... The Rush Hour reboot uh, started in March of 2016, only ran for 13 episodes, was developed partially by Bill Lawrence. Interesting. Wild. Oh, and the remaining episodes, uh, it was... So did it get a full season order, or did they cancel it? Uh, They burnt off the remaining episodes. Just like Lethal Weapon. There was no need for that to become a TV program. Oh, and then, bam, once again, the person who plays uh, Mel Gibson's character is the shit lord. Yeah. At least when they bring back MacGyver, I can at least sit there and say, I can tell you something specific about the character MacGyver that makes him unique. Didn't they already bring back MacGyver? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. At least with MacGyver, when they brought that back, I at least can say, I get it. Well, and they also made, like... Walker, Texas Ranger, without Chuck Norris, which, I again, mean, as a child, I've only watched him for. really throw in the towel and just fucking bring back Bonanza? 
Hell yeah. And they brought back Kung Fu, so I mean, we're already... You know, <laughs> just close. fucking bring back Bonanza. Okay, I... can run for 30 seasons just for the hell of it. Yeah. I had apparently mixed up the MacGyver reboot and the other reboot that you said, because I remember one of them had the supernatural guy. That's Walker, Texas Ranger yeah. has that one. Wasn't that a, like, CW mm-hmm. reboot? Mm-hmm. I know MacGyver is CBS, but... Christ. Starring CW Supernatural star. The one from Dawson's Creek slash Gilmore Girls. Was that Jared Paladecki? Yeah, or? that one. I thought it was that one, That's what he did after fucking Supernatural ended? He yes. just became Walker, Texas Ranger? Mm-hmm. With supernatural elements. I don't think so. No. Oh, God. No, they still played it straight. Well, then why did you just say Supernatural Elements? No, I just said Supernatural, because it's the same channel. Yeah. Oh. Plus, you're never going to have as great a scene as Hallie Joel Osment saying, Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> you guys want to see that clip? No! no. Oh, man. Oh, man. We'll have to watch that after this recording done, because it's a fucking great scene. <laughs> It's weird. Real weird. Really? <laughs> Is it canonical? Yeah. I've never seen the episode, but I've just seen that clip, and it's... It's great. Was that, like, on a Wheel of Walker uh, bit, or... It's on the show. Wild. Well, I think we probably said everything we can about Kiss of Death. Mm-hmm. Probably. So we'll give it our kiss goodbye as we start to say where you can find us online. Devin. Yeah, you can find me, I guess, on Twitter at Fred Ophet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Abby, where can people find you? I can be found on Twitter. I just, I am a reply guy. Look at Luke's replies and you'll find me. At Abnonymous, A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Luke, where can you be found? You can find me on Twitter at Coltreg, that's K-L-T-R-E-G. You know, I've got a bunch of projects. If you're listening to this one and you aren't aware of the other projects that I do, just... I don't believe you. What? <laughs> that I don't do enough projects? No, that, that somebody would be, be listening to this and not being aware of the other projects. I, I feel like everyone that we know who listens to this show... Is Jeff, and he knows about the other <laughs> projects. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Jeff was involved with the established property playhouse Fallout. Yeah. He was on the X Out annual. Yeah, issue. he's aware of all the other projects. And Jeff also said yes when I said that we were going to be watching pretty much only on DVD film Kiss of Death. There is there is audio on the X Out dinner, or yeah, annual, mm-hmm. where he is visibly excited, audibly excited for Kiss of Death. <laughs> no, we did not record with the uh, video on. Yeah. We could have. Could have. We could have. Make your friends hate you. Record with video on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next time, uh, you know, we'll see about maybe doing another one of these in two weeks on it. Really? Yeah. There's been interest in Pig. That could be one of them. Or there's others. Who's to say? There are so many others. 
Mm-hmm. Abby has a reminder to cancel her Epi- Apple TV subscription that week. Uh, yeah, initially we were going to... Because I got it for free when I bought my iPad and he pays for it. Oh, nice. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said, or is it because that you took the free trial so you can watch that Beastie Boys documentary and then it's a year later and you keep forgetting to cancel it? <laughs> But then it's fine, because then PlayStation comes along and says, Devin, here's six free months. And all no. you really want to do is watch Ted Lasso on it, anyhow. Yeah. Or Mythic Quest, whenever that returns. Mm-hmm. Um, Central Park is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that one. If you like Bob's Burgers. I do. Now when I want to watch other things like Bob's Burgers, I watch The Great North. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Thank you for joining us for the return of the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage as we count down to the release of the unbearable weight of incredible talent. When is that? This April. Like, Woo! the 22nd. Woo! So, so that means that when we start posting these episodes and I start tagging in the unbearable weight, we will keep doing that until we end up getting shirts. Yeah. That's how marketing works. It sure. is. No, literally. No, I know, but I think you have to like, have more than a couple and hundred. And then, if that's the case, Luke's got to say that Tyler Wright, unbearable weight of massive talent. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. It's not a documentary. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, maybe appear in this new season of Boba Fett. Maybe. Boba Fett. Anyways, thank you for listening. You're like my dad. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll allow it. I like boba tea. Mmm. Just end the damn recording. I'm a man now. And it's a little visitor now. I don't want you always how you say it in Cherokee. Walker told me I had Walker told me I had Walker told me I had AIDS.